Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, welcome back to Dita Talks, where we talk about K-dramas and Pinoy teleseries. <laughs> this is again your Tita back with another K-drama review. But before I move on with our topic for today, I would just like to say thank you, thank you, thank you to everyone who has been listening to my podcast show every week. And to all those who are following me on Spotify, I just found out that there is an option so Spotify para makita mo kung ilan na yung followers mo and I just saw that I already have like a thousand followers so I know this is not a big number for some of you but to me it is because I started this show with like zero followers talaga as in may, kung may nakikinig man ng podcast ko mga limang tao yung limang yun mga friends tapos mama ko tapos kapatid ko talagang brinabraso ko pa para lang makinig ng show and you know, thank you so much thank I, I don't know kung namali lang kayo ng pindot akala nyo lang na parang may matutunan kayo pero nagkamali din kayo so hindi nyo na alam kung paano i-unfollow nakalimutan nyo ng i-unfollow but anyway whatever it is thank you so much for listening for sa pagtatsaga anyway Enough of that. In today's episode, we will be talking about another K-drama hit of 2019. And oh my gosh, this was a struggle for me, honestly. Off the bat, sasabihin ko na sa inyo, nag- talagang naghirap ako natapusin siya. Anyway, so, today we will be doing a full review of When the Camellia Blooms. song this is bloom by lee gun young which is the intro or opening song for when the camellia blooms and I, if i may say because when i was trying to download all the songs that is part of the ost ng when the camellia blooms wala siya sa any of the playlist that is available on Spotify. So, kinabahan talaga ako ng very slight. Akala ko, magiging katulad din siya ng Fight For My Way na yung mga, yung mga songs na part ng OST is not available on Spotify. So, I really thought that this is, this is something like that. Buti na lang, na-research ko and nahanap ko na siya. So, it is Bloom by Lee Kun Young. Alright, so... Before we go on and talk about my thoughts about the show, 
Siyempre, hindi ko alam kung bakit ko ito ginagawa. Pwede ninyo namang i-google. Pero, para magmukha naman may mapupulot kayong something sa podcast ko, I would just go with the details first of the show. Okay, so, when the Camellia Blooms aired um, from September 18 to November 21, 2019, so it's technically 40 episodes plus 4 specials, so roughly yung 40, it's actually just 20 episodes. Sa mga OG na mga K-drama fans, it's 20 episodes, okay? So it's not really the 40 na mga yung mga historical na talagang 60, 70, 80 episodes, no, it's 40, pero yung 40 na yun, parang each episode is like 30 to 45 minutes only, so not really the full hour. So in total, it's 20 episodes. Now the series, um, so it aired in KBS 2, and it stars, of course, ito, sabihin ko na sa inyo, medyo bias ako. <laughs> Because it stars my favorite, Gong Yujin. I really love her. But, kahit na paborito ko siya, and like Ayu, like what I did with Hotel de Luna, even though I really love Ayu, I would still be honest with whatever I'm going to say about the whole series. Okay? So let's just be clear with that. And, It alongside Gong Yujin, this is also starred by Kang Hanul, Kim Jae-sook, and a lot more. Actually, Son Dampei, um, so many other people. And so this series, it is, so it's 20 episodes and ano ba ba? The OST, it does have 11 songs. Songs that were sang by a lot of my other favorites as well. Um, there is a Soyu, Punch, uh, Hazy, Haze. Hindi ko pa rin alam kung paano ibigkas yung name niya. Anyway, she also sang a, a song for the um, OST. And what else? What else do you need to know? So the series um, average or the highest rating for this series was 23.8% for the last episode. Uh, that's nationwide and 24.9% for Seoul according to AGB Nelson. And the series average around 13.9% percent nationwide and 14.6 percent soul wide. So, I don't know kung anong gagawin nyo sa numerong yan. Kung, hindi ko alam kung tatayaan nyo yan sa loto, pero hindi ko rin alam kung bakit ko sinasabi to sa inyo. <laughs> But anyway, this series was one of those na talagang highest, second highest rated series after the fiery priest according to the ratings and blah blah blah. So, anyway, The series, according to Wikipedia, it is a story of Odeng O Dong Baek, a single mother who moves to a fictional town of Ongsan and opens a bar named Camellia. Six years later, Dong Baek meets playful Yong Sik, who declares his love for her. However, Dong Baek does not reciprocate his love, but Yong Sik persists in wooing her. 
When Yunsik's mother finds out about this, she strongly opposes as Dongbaek is a single mother with a son. Single mother nga, di syempre may anak. Anyway, <laughs> despite Dongbaek's past lover and father of her child trying to win her back, period, bakit nag- Anyway, Yunsik eventually... Gets Dongbaek to fall for him. Meanwhile, a notorious killer sets out to claim Dongbaek as his next victim, and Yonsik protects her, fiercely doing his job as a policeman and figuring out who the killer is. <laughs> Ang pagkakasulat ng synopsis dito parang ah may makulay yung love life ni Ate. At ah, changa pala merong killer, uh, which actually is how the series went. Tamang English ko. So the series is not only just rom-com, it is a thriller. So for those na ayo lang ng talagang mga patwitams na hindi sila satisfied sa mga cutie pie, you know, yung mga fling-fling and love lines and all those romantic stuff, diba? If you are, if you're not satisfied with that and you want something else going on in the story, this is an example of a series that you might want to watch because it also includes thriller. So there's a mystery, there's patayan and hindi naman patayan pero may namamatay. So definitely may mamamatay. So before I again move on with my thoughts, I just want to say this episode will contain spoilers. So if you do have you know galit sa mundo na ayaw mo ng spoiler, sinusumpa mo lahat ng mga bigay ng spoiler, tumigil ka na. Stop now, move on to a different episode or to a different podcast because hindi ko kaya magkwento ng walang spoiler. And this is a full review. So definitely, this would contain spoilers. Okay? Pero try ko, try kong pigilan sarili ko. But yun nga, hindi ko mapangako. Okay, so what do I think about the series? First, Thing that came into my mind when I was trying to compose what I would say about this series. This series is a slow burner. Honestly, iksha sa sa mga pinaka nahirapan akong taposin na series. Well, recently, because you know, there's there are series na from the very start alam mong walay walay talaga asin kumakapit ka na lang dahil crush mo yung lead actor or idol mo yung lead actress or talagang maganda yung songs or you know yung parang tinitingnan mo na lang yung mga makeup nila yung damit nila yung mga location yun kumbaga kumakapit ka na lang doon pero ito isa siya sa mga weird series na hindi mo mabitawan for some reason siguro ako at the start Palang, parang naging rason ko kung bakit ko talaga siya pinush. Kasi this was way back September. And honestly, I really wanted to watch the series while it's airing. Kasi gusto ko talagang subaybayan siya. And it's available on Netflix. So, I really wanted to watch it every week. Pero hindi ko magawa. Because when I saw the trailer, and I was... You know, inexplain na yung story is about this. But the, I, I think yung trailer na napanood ko doesn't really say na meron siyang anak. It was just like a story na parang this is a love story wherein the guy is all out. All out for this girl. Diba? Parang sabi ko, ah, 
okay. So there was nothing intriguing. There was no hint of a murder or anything or na trailer siya. So ako, yeah, maybe not so much. So you see, it is important na yung trailer mo din medyo talagang mapangahas. Talagang, ah, kukuning ko ang mga curiosity nyo, di ba? Parang ganun. Honestly, yung trailer nitong ano, Camellia Blooms, wala. Wala talaga siyang dating. That's why talagang mamaya na, mamaya na, mamaya na. Hanggang sa hindi ko na siya talaga naging priority na panoorin. Siguro dahil nga paborito ko si Gong Yojin, so kaya talagang pinush ko din yung sarili ko na, sige na, panoorin mo na. Pang support kay ate, di ba? Parang ganun. So, ako naman, sige, panoorin ko na 20 episodes. Okay, fine. And so, yun, trinay ko siya. And when I was watching like the first five or six episodes, I was really about to give up. Parang sabi ko, oh my gosh, this would go down on, this is way worse than the producer. Which, again, is really not that good at all. Anyway, so yun nga, sabi ko, oh my gosh, bakit ganito yung mga series niya? Bakit ganito yung mga nagiging ano niya? Parang, hindi na siya yung parang normally, after nung The Greatest Love, nagmaster son siya, it's okay, it's love. Parang, hit after hit after hit si Gong Yujin. And then, nag-producer. Um, yung, ano yun? Yung, yung kasama niya si, nakalimutan ko yun eh, yung announcer siya, Ah, uh, nakalimutan ko yung title ng series. Wait, it's at... Ano yon? Ano yon? Ano yung title? Nakalimutan ko talaga. But, hindi ako maka-move on. Ganito talaga eh. Pag may gusto kong ikwento, tapos hindi ko maalala, hindi ako maka-move on hanggat hindi ko mahanap. Uh, in, dare, don't Dare to Dream or... Ano yung other title nito? May iba pa... Jealousy Incarnate. <laughs> Hindi <laughs> ako maka-move on hanggat hindi ko talaga naalala yung title. So, it's Jealousy Incarnate. Jealousy Incarnate was one of those na medyo, uh, it really is up to you. Parang hindi siya sure win. It depends on the viewer kung ano yung take niya sa story and how, you know, how she loves the whole plot and all. And so, yun nga, inisip ko, bakit ganito yung nangyayari sa kanya? Bakit hindi masyado nagiging maganda na yung mga series na kinukuha niya? Considering na hindi din siya agad-agad na nag-oo si Gong Yu Chin. So, when I was watching the first like six episodes nga, it was really a struggle. Talagang hirap na hirap akong tapusin yung kada episode. And this by far is one the first series na 20 episode na talagang umabot ako ng mga 3 weeks bago ko siya matapos and every week ako, every day ako nanonood but there are some days na talagang isang episode lang yung kaya ko and you know as someone na mabilis na lang ang pagbabasa ko sa mga ano sa mga subtitles and you know nahalos ma-memorize ko na yung mga Korean words hindi, hindi talaga ako na, ano eh, parang ang bagal ng oras, parang hirap na hirap akong panuorin siya. But eventually, as soon as mag-hit na siya ng mga 11, 12 episodes, and then meron na talagang hint ng parang 
mystery, nung thriller, nung parang yung pinag-uusapan na yung killer na medyo nanganganib na yung buhay nung karakter ni ano dito ni Gong Yujin. That's when it became so interesting. And by the episode 15, oh my gosh, I realized why this is such a huge hit of 2019. It's not that big hit compared to other series like Crash Landing on You, whatever. But it was one of those na talagang mataas ang ratings for that year. So, yun, sa ako siya na-realize that, ah, eto pala yun. Eto yung sinasabi nila na bakit maganda tong series na to. So, it is a slow burner. So, if you have no patience for a series na hab- parang wine, na habang tumatakal, tumatagal, mas lalong sumasarap, If you have no patience for that, then this is definitely not for you. Because it will take a lot of episodes for you to realize that this is a good series. Believe me. I love Gong Yujin. I love Kang Hanol. And cinematography-wise, ang ganda. The OST. There were some songs na hindi masyado maganda. But there were other songs na talaga namang magaganda din. So, it was a slow burner for me. I'm not sure kung tama yung ginagamit kong um, id- hindi naman siya idiom, but words? I don't know what you call it. Parang ganun. Basta, nakuha ko lang yan sa ano, CR may nakasulat ng slow burner. Charot. Anyways, so, um, strengths. For me, the strengths of the series is the multiple point of views on a, the same issue. So the series is not just really about a love story. It's more than a love story of a man and a woman. It is a love story of a, of a mom to her kids, to her child. And different level ito eh. Kasi yung character ni Gong Yujin, si Ong Dobek, Dongbek, yeah. she has She's a single mom. So, may anak siyang lalaki. And she also had a really tragic childhood story wherein iniwan siya uh, ng mom niya and she was sent to um, an orphanage. Parang ganun. And at the uh, middle part of the first 10 episodes, bumalik yung mom niya. So, nung bumalik yung mom niya, so... Parang nirerek nagkakaroon sila ng reconciliation and at the same time parang kung anong yung nangyayari sa magul sa parang point of view niya as a child to a mom parang ganun din yung nangyayari niya nangyayari sa relationship niya with her own child tapos parang iba't ibang level eh like kung paano magmahal ang isang ina kung paano protektahan ng isang ina ang kanyang anak makikita mo sa iba't ibang level eh kasi di ba nga si Dongbek dito siya na rin mismo isang ina so parang ang ah, para siyang ano ano yung series ni ano ay series yung movie ni ano yun Inception yun yung movie parang ganun siya na parang iba't ibang Same issue, pagmamahal ng magkulang, pagpaprotekta ng ina sa anak nila. Iba't ibang point of view. And it's not just yung side ni Dongbek. Pati sa side nung karakter ni Kang Hanol, pinungbusapan din yung iba't ibang, 
yung same thing kung paano protektahan ng nanay yung anak niya, kung paano niya ipagtanggol. And by the end of the series, talagang yun mismo ma-appreciate mo yung ganong level ng pagkakasulat ng series na to. Parang, ay, ang ganda. <laughs> Basta, ni, hindi ko na naman siya ma-explain. Kasi talagang parang, ano ba? Thought awakening? Ano mang tamang English word doon? Na parang, para talagang mapapaisip ka. Parang ganun. So, hindi siya yung simple na parang linatag lang na, okay, this is how moms protect their child. Parang iba't ibang level ng pagpaprotekta sa anak, pagmamahal, sakripisyo. Ay, nako. Anyway. So, isa pa sa mga strengths ng series na to talaga is the th- thriller. Yung thriller niya, y- yung thriller, yung suspense, yung mystery. Yung mystery niya na hindi rin talaga na, honestly, hindi masyado siya na-discuss nung parang first few episode. Well, first episode, alam mo nang may mamamatay. Alam mo nang merong mang- may krimen na mangyari. Pero hindi siya masyado na-discuss nung mga first six episodes, I guess. Hindi siya masyadong na-tackle kasi more of the love story, yung parang kailang yung pagka-discover ni yung sex sa pagmamahal niya kay Dombek, parang ganun. So, it wasn't really discussed. So, medyo hindi siya ganun na-tackle. So, hindi, kaya talaga siguro din siya medyo naging slow burner sa akin. But then, once na nagkaroon na sila ng parang, okay, there is a killer and the killer is out to kill Dombek, dun medyo talagang, Oh, naging intriguing na yung story niya. Mas inaabangan mo na talaga siya. And then, also, I love the twist. The twist of the story and the editing. Oh my gosh. Now, if you are one of those na talagang gusto mo lang manood ng series, ng K-drama series na parang yung parang nakahilata ka lang, kumakain ka lang, na parang ayaw mag-isip, ayaw mong kahit malang yung paganahin ng konte yung kokote mo, ayaw mo ng ganun, definitely this is not a series for you because iba yung pagkaka-edit nito eh. Yung editing, yung pagkakalatag ng kwento, hindi siya yung plain, straightforward storytelling. It's nothing like that. And if I may say, this is one of those na ang gandam ng pagkakakwento. Because in each episode, there's sort of like a, a scene na parang akala mo, nagbulong lang yung bata sa, sa, kay, sa kay Kang Hanol. And then it was just like something, something, na parang ganun. But then eventually, papakita sa'yo na ito pala yung kwento noon, na parang may kinalaman siya. And I guess yung maganda lang para sa akin is how a scene seems to be nothing. Na parang, wala lang. It's a simple interaction between the two, or ito lang yung pinag-usapan nila. And then, come eventually, at the later part of the series, or the episode, you would find out na meron, there's so much more to it. Meron pang other story, may backstory. Ang ganda. Ang ganda ng pagkakagawa, ng pagkakakwento. As in, talagang para sa akin, Nung una, hindi ko talaga siya na-appreciate. Kasi parang walang masyadong ganun na kwento. It's more like parang may mga flashback, mga ganun-ganun. The usual. Diba? Yung parang kinikwento nila yung nakaraan nila, yung mga relationship nila in the past. Pero hindi siya yung ganung type ng editing na parang, oh, 
nag-uusap lang to ah. Normal lang yung parang yung mga adyumado, nagkukwentuhan lang sila. Tapos malalaman mo, meron pala silang gagawin na importante na tutulong sa story na parang gano'n na parang basta. <laughs> Hindi ko na naman ma-explain. Pero ano ba? Tama na ba? Tama na ba? Sa, nag-gets nyo na ba yung kung anong ibig ko sabihin? <laughs> Feeling ko ang dami kong gustong i-explain pero parang ako rin lang pinapahirapan ko ng sarili ko. Nag-gets nyo naman eh. Anyway, other than that, I also love characters. Um, Gong Yujin is Gong Yujin. Honestly, pagdating sa rom-com, for me ah, for me, no one else comes into my mind other than Gong Yujin. I think she definitely is the queen of rom-com K-dramas. And yun nga, gaya ng sinabi ko, from the 2010, from the greatest love until this, when the camellia blooms, isang best lang niya akong finil, which is the producer. Pero it's not even a fail for me. It's just that hindi ko masyado bet yung naging takbo ng story. But anyway, all the series that she had been um, the main role yung or kasi naman siya ay kasi siya kung yung siya yung lead role ay oh my gosh she is really so good siguro naging worry ko lang at the very start kasi nga medyo mahina mabagal yung takbo at the very start Naging worry ko lang na medyo similar yung character niya dito sa mga characters niya in the past. Na parang, para siyang timid, pero palaban. And I guess nung parang later part of the series, nung parang episode na sinasabi niya na yung hippo, ano yung episode na yun? Yung may hippo something, hippopotamus, chararat, boom boom. And she was described as like, yun nga, na hippo, na parang akala mo, tiger yung mga nakakatakot or yung mga lion ang nakakatakot. It's actually the hippos because ang tiger, sabi do sa story, ang explanation niya is that sa, sa, sa ano yun? Yung tiger nag-growl, yung parang naririnig mo ang kung aatake. Whereas yung hippo, hindi sila naririnig. Bigla na lang silang atake. Bigla na lang silang mag, ano yun? Mag-charge. Hindi <laughs> ko alam yung Tagalog. Basta yung, basta susugod, parang ganun. So, yun nga, parang ganun yung naging atake niya sa character niya this time. Although, there's like a few similarities on how she handled the character with her other past characters, medyo naalala ko sa kanya yung sa Master Sun, yung sa, sa, sa ano, Jealousy Incarnate, na parang ganun din na tatahimik-tahimik noong una, pero palabahan eventually. Pero kasi ito parang tahimik talaga siya, pero hindi siya yung tahimik dahil mahiyain siya or something like that. Pero parang andun lang sa kanya talaga na palaban din lang siya. Ganun lang talaga. Anyway, <laughs> I love her take on this character. And, yun nga, yung character ni Kang Hanol, oh my gosh. Yung sick, yung, tama ba? Tama ba pagkabigas ko na naman? Ano? Tama ba? Yung sick, yung, yung sick. Tama. Yung sick. 
mga mga one hour kung kaka yung shake yung shake lang yung character ni yung yung character na si yung sick for me he is like ano ba sa siya yung character na mapapasa na all ka <laughs> kasi talaga yung character niya dito was like so simple-minded na talagang pagmahal niya, mahal niya. Parang ganun lang, ganun lang kasimple yun na parang wala siyang complications, wala siyang mga conditions, wala siyang but if, parang walang ganun. Kaya talagang parang minahal ko talaga yung character niya and oh my gosh, Kang Hanul for me was so perfect for the role. His smile, his, you know, yung parang pagiging kwela niya, yung parang Naalala ko na naman yung mga ngiti ni Kanghanon. And then, I really find him so funny. This is um, his first series after going in to... Mil- after com- hmm. Kaya ko tong English na to. After coming out of his military service. Yun. <laughs> anyway, so yun na nga. Diba, before this, before siya pumasok sa military, his series was so different. Nandun siya sa uh, Scarlet Heart, Rio, something, something na pagkahaba ng title. So, diba, yung character niya doon was so serious, so different from this character. So, it was totally different. Nung una talaga sabi ko, oh my gosh, why are you doing that? Kanghanol. Parang hindi ako, parang hindi ko kayang isipin na itong taong to yun yung same person na gumanap doon sa napaka-serious na nakakaiyak na series na parang, oh my gosh bakit ka ganyan tumawa? bakit ganyan kang umiti? bakit ganyan? ganun talaga ganun yung naging reaction ko sa kanya but then, oh my gosh he really is young, sick as in talagang wala akong ma-imagine na usually pag ganun ako eh, pag may mga characters na minsan iniisip ko, who could play this role better? Who could be another option for this role? And for Yongsik, I really can't think of anyone better than Kanganul. He is such a cutie pie. <laughs> and that's what Yongsik is. He's so cute, he's simple-minded, and meron din siya yung parang konting tililing, na parang every time na meron siyang parang concern na seryoso na siya na marang parang, parang ganun parang ano may, may tingin siya eh talagang yun din yung nakikita mo bakit ganun tingin niyo ni Kang Hanul but anyway he is so good for his role as well and also Kim Ji Sook Kim yeah Kim Ji Sook I've I've seen him as one of those na parang supporting actor and although this series also medyo supporting din siya but pero iba din ni eh, iba din yung take niya dito sa role niya kasi father siya eh and he's a dad na longing din sa son niya na hindi niya alam na hindi lumaki kasama niya or yeah hindi, hindi siya lumaki kapiling siya so iba din eh and this series had a weird second lead second yeah i wouldn't actually i wouldn't say it's a second lead but a second love line kasi yung mga supporting cast niya there's a supporting cast the, the attorney and yung parang nagfi-feeling mayor ng or governor ng lugar nila nung Ongsan 
iba din eh. Iba din yung take nila. That's, that's why I guess they were also nomina- nominated as couple of the, ano, parang best couple sa KBS Drama Awards. Kasi talagang nakakaakilig din, honestly. And it's something that you wouldn't think na magkakaroon ng kilig. Because the very start of the series is just like any other couple na Hawaii on the verge of divorce but then something happened and eventually parang naging love team sila which did its purpose I mean talagang it really made you click <laughs> would you believe that honestly hindi ako makapaniwala na kinikilig ako sa kanila because it was so out of nowhere and I guess yun nga yung maganda sa series na to everything was so out of nowhere I thought I started the series thinking that this is just a plain, you know, romance. And yung kumaga, except sa mga, I know, instead of the formulated na yung babae yung first na mag, may in love sa lalaki, and yung parang y- y- the usual na yung babae yung nagahabol, blah, blah, blah. Sa mga formulated, and then eventually malalaman mo yung lalaki din pala, matagal ng mahal yung babae. This is different. Although I did see this in the revolutionary love ni Simon, wherein Simon was so in love with the girl, with the uh, female lead. Pero ito kasi iba. You started the series thinking that that's what this is. And then eventually it turns into a family drama, family romance. As ibat iba eh, yung pagmamahal ng nanay sa anak, ng tatay sa anak niya na mag-asawa ng community for each other parang so many is uh, issues so many topics na talagang wow hindi by the end of the series hindi mo ma-realize parang mapapatanong ka na lang talaga ano ano nangyari parang you would not be ano parang you're also not sure of what hit you. Parang ganun. <laughs> because that's, I think, for me, one of the charms of this series. It's so much... Ano ba? Hindi <laughs> ko matawid. It's so much more than what it seems. Yun. So parang, yung synopsis, yung trailer, yung description sa mga characters, akala mo yun na yun, but then it's not. It's so different. And yung mga nakakayak, yung parang yung point of view ng anak, na parang yung parents niya, they have their own lives, na parang feeling niya, bakit nagpapakasal na lahat ng tao? Doon talaga parang, oh my gosh, I don't I don't remember any series na pinanood ko na parang diniscuss yung point of view ng anak. It was always the point of view of the mom and the, the, the dad or any other person except for the child. Kasi usually the child would just be like, oh, I miss my mom, I miss my dad. But this time, this is a child that is very smart. And also the writer and the director took time to also explore what goes on in the minds ng bata. And for me, that's one thing that I love about this series. Yun nga, gaya ng sinabi ko, paulit-ulit na lang ako, point of view of different people on almost all the same topic. Yun nga, point of view ng nanay na ma- nanawalay or iniwan yung anak, 
point of view ng nanay sa pagmamahal, tungkol sa pagmamahal at pagpaprotekta, pagsasakripisyo para sa anak niya na pinalaki niya mag-isa din. Basta, ang ganda. <laughs> that, for me, is the charm of the series. Now, is there anything that I think could have been done better? Yes. Um, there is a... F- there's like a few things that I wish could have been done better. Um, one of which is, I feel that there was no redemption on the character ni Kim Jae-sook. Um, for me, hindi ko masyado, hindi ako nabigyan ng closure sa kung ano magiging interaction niya sa anak niya. Because, you know, by the end of the episode, hindi pa rin pinakita doon na inamin niya sa mundo na... Uh, Diba kasi basket ano siya eh, baseball player and pro- professional famous baseball player and hindi pa rin nabigyan ng clar- closure na kung paano niya i-introduce yung anak niya sa si sa mundo na parang ay may anak pala ako sa pagkadal binata parang ganon so for me that his character was not given the amount the redemption kasi nga yun The, the last part of the series, sinuntok siya ni Dombek because nga, pinag, pinalabas niya na uncle siya ni Gilpo, ah, ni Gilpo, nagkakabulol na ako ni Pilgo, instead na sabihin talaga na tatay siya. So, for me, yun, hindi siya masyado nagkaroon ng redemption. Um, as for his marriage, medyo okay na rin ako siguro doon na parang, I see that they are working on it, so, I guess I'm fine with it. Yun lang talaga yung sa paano niya i-redeem yung sarili niya sa pagdating sa usapan sa kay Pilgo. Kung paano niya i-clear na feeling ko hindi pa rin magiging maayos yung situation nila. But, yun. Medyo, medyo naapektuhan lang ako ng konti. And I wish that he would have been you know, parang redeemed after. Anyway, um, I also, I feel that there was no redemption or, or not really redemption but uh, closure as to the character nung kapatid ni Sodam. Because in, in this series, di ba yung parang si, yung character ni Yang Sodam. Sodam B. Um, ni Yang B, meron siyang brother na nasa abroad na pinapadalhan niya ng pera but then yung brother niya ayaw, ayaw maging associated malang sa kanya. So, I feel na medyo medyo hindi siya nabigyan ng closure sa kung ano yung magiging talagang feelings niya for his sister. But I guess, that's me being Pinoy na nagahanap ng closure and, and every relationship. <laughs> Whether pagkapatid, sa mga ano. Di ba parang sa atin yung ending ng mga series is nagkabati yung magtsahin. Di ba nagkasundo na rin yung magkapatid sa kung paano nila hati ng yaman ng tatay something like that, diba? So, I guess yun nga, medyo nang inahanap ko yun. And then also, I could, I wish na medyo in-explore ng konti kung paano ipapatawarin ng bata, yung matanda, yung nanay ni Yongsik after he heard all those nasty things na sinabi niya, diba? Parang, bigla na lang na parang, parang, yung parang nagkab- nagkabati na lang sila or nagkasundo na lang ulit sila. Pero for me, that would have been a good parang ano din eh scene na parang iniisip ko kung 
pinakita doon kung paano humingi ng tawad ang matanda sa bata dahil alam naman, alam naman natin na nagkasala din talaga siya. So, I was kind of hoping na medyo magkakaroon ng ganun. And just maybe talk about how forgiveness is also... Kasi normally in a society, diba, it's always the young ones who ask who ask forgiveness sa mga nakakatanda. Oh, gives respect and all. Yun yung mga teaching sa atin eh. But then this time, yung matanda yung nagkasala sa bata. So I was hoping na merong konting malang discussion and how that older, elder, naman tamang, anong politically correct, politically correct the word elderly basta yung mas senior maghihingi ng tawad dun sa mas nakakapata sa kanya so yun medyo medyo nang hinayang ako dun sa scene yun um also dun na rin sa relationship ng nanay ni Yongsik ni Mrs. Wang Wak Wang anyway inihining ko lang sana na parang medyo magkaroon din ng konting scene na kung paano nila papatawarin ang isa't isa ni Dongbek at saka ni Mrs. Wang. So, yun, medyo nakulangan din lang ako doon kasi parang eventually, parang pinakita na lang na nila na parang okay na kami, okay na, pero yung process kung paano naging silang, naging okay sila, yun yung hinihingling ko na sana, sana malang pinakita. Pero, yun, uh, medyo nanghinayang lang ako doon. Story-wise, yun lang, And then also yung closure nung sa tatay and then sa tatay nung ni Pilgo and then yung sa karakter ni ano ni Kim Jesuk. Tsaka ni Dongbek kasi nga 'di ba mag strange ano mang tawag sa kanila hindi naman sila mag-asawa pero parang 'di ba hindi sila on good terms na parents ni Pilgo and you know I was hoping that there's more often a scene that they would be you know talking about how they would handle taking care of Pilgo and how, you know, how he would manage taking care of his wife and his kids and his daughter and then also with, ano, yung parang time niya kay Pilgo, you know, something like that. But again, that's me being Pinoy, looking for closure on every possible relationship topic. <laughs> Sorry. Yan na yun talaga. And then, yeah. Uh, ano pa ba? I think that's basically it. Um, as for the OST, I said nine, um, there were some that were good. Although some were not really used well na medyo nung pinakinggan ko na yung playlist na parang, oh, this song, I can't remember when it was used. Kasi for me, in order for you to make sure that every song that is part of the OST be given that spotlight you have to make sure that it's not just used once or twice in a series like for example kapag iyakan ng scene hindi dapat isang song lang dapat there's a lot more and I think that's what I saw that was done correctly with Crash Landing on You because lahat ng songs na part ng play ng OST I remember them. I remember when they were used, h- how I felt when the song was played and it was added to the scene. So yun, yun yung inahanap ko. There were, because in for, uh, no, for When the Camellia Blooms, there were some songs na I really can't remember that was played at all. So yun, 
because of that, na- nawala na siya ng touch. So, hindi ko talaga lahat dinownload. So, hindi ko siya lahat iniist pinapakinggan because hindi ko naman siya maalala. So, yun. Yun yung isa sa mga, I would say, could have been better, done better. Parang ganun. Um, what else? Yun nga, I guess this series is not as simple as you think it would be na it's just a love story and it's not really easy to watch. It's something na talagang kailangan mo din gamitan ng focus. Yung, kasi kailangan mong bigyan ng focus kasi iba yung pagkakakwento niya eh. Pasalin-salin, past, present, past, present, parang ganun. So, hindi siya ganun kadaling panoorin. And I guess that's why for some, hindi rin siya ganun kapatok because it really is a slow burner. You know, matagal siya bago uminit pero pag nainit, mapapasok ka rin. Parang ganun. Alright, so, I have nothing else to say except that I love this series. Another great job for Gong Yujin. And if I may say, I think Kang Hanul is the first one recent ah, na mga 2010 na parang after military the first series na ginawa niya maganda kagad because yun yung nakikita kong parang sumpa <laughs> na nangyayari na parang after some this guy or this opa comes out of the military the first series usually parang sacrifice Sinasa- parang sac- ano lamb, sacrifice lamb, parang ganun. Na parang, yung series hindi masyado pinag-isipan, maitawid lang, ma- ma-establish lang ulit na, hey, I'm an actor. Parang ganun. Ang dami na nangyaring ganyan eh. So, um, before Kang Hanul, the only one that I can remember na hit kagad ang series after military was Song Jong Ki. Other than that, if you remember anyone else that I could have missed, please tweet me. Um, kasi as far as I can remember, si Woshik, si sino pa ba yung mga galing sa military na hindi masyado maganda yung role after Lee Songgi, hindi rin masyad vagabond ba? I don't know. I'm torn. Kasi hindi ko masyado bet yung vagabond. Anyway, if you do have anyone in mind, you can always tweet me. My Twitter is at TalksTita. And that's it. Good night, kids. I love you, Brenda Mars. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.